0: Welcome back, everybody. This is a, another episode of Man Uncaved. Again, it's me, Shane. Let's get into it. All right, for this episode, I want to talk about undeveloped anger, and this particularly discussing with men. And I think this is a place that a lot of men, at least that I've come encounter with over the two decades of working, uh, as well as my own self, uh, recognize this Undeveloped anger. First, understanding anger and what is the representation of anger. So, there's a kind of some mixed messages here uh, when it comes with anger. One could come from the family system and you know how anger was used as a manipulation strategy, maybe anger was used as a power control move. Um, again, looking at early uh, early relational stuff, parental anger could be used and and abused and misused already coming in from my father, the alcoholic, the stories that I heard from my mother was he was a very angry and aggressive rageful man he had a very short temper understanding that and even because he wasn't really in my life but again really understanding oh well that exists in you and my father i am the extension of my father that that anger or that understanding also my mom with her anger was something i think that was unmanageable for her in some degree some abuse there when when that anger would happen for her and then you 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 tend to we we gravitate outwards right so now we look at societies and now what is societies especially for men what's the representation of anger for men well as discussed prior our, our culture loves violence so we see a lot of violence on news we hear all the stories of violence and of course who's portraying most of the violence I'd say men here is this vision or this image of the man, the aggressive man, the very violent man. And that image continues to consciously and subconsciously get portrayed to us regularly through media, it does paint a vision and an image of a man. And look, it's not to say that there are some very violent men out there and dangerous men out there and and very intense men. I think I think a lot of us, because of the undeveloped anger, within the man, are dangerous. I do believe that. That's why this is important. So what we're seeing within society is what I describe as this built up it's almost like this pressure cooker's happening pressure cooker of not recognizing not feeling connected to the anger over time the suppression the repression the the depression the, the the pressure cooker is building and then this explosion happens out this acting out rage comes out we see that also in society road rage violence this is an acting out of this Undeveloped anger and understanding it also because, again, when it comes to the man, again, where do you go with this anger? I think also understanding that anger is the voice of discernment, kind of lives on the spectrum. Anger allows us, it's this voice of discernment. We want to hear. This voice on one side of the spectrum allows us to recognize when we're being disrespected. Anger also allows us to put a boundary in place to recognize when our boundaries are being overstepped, as well as understanding when we're overstepping others' boundaries. Anger also provides us the energy to protect ourselves, to protect ourselves, to advocate for ourselves. And on the other side of the picture, it allows us to see what works and aligns with our values. Anger is a healthy response to having. Now, how we express that is one thing, and we'll kind of get into and later on this episode. But again, this anger allows us the energy. So this anger also allows us to hold ourselves as well as advocate and protect ourselves when there is a undeveloped anger via suppression, repression, then what can happen is the fear uh, overrides. The fear, we have these fear spikes and we can tend to move our behaviors in a way, in a response to avoid these fears. So these fears could be the fear of rejection, the fear of disapproval, of abandonment, of love. So we start to gravitate towards a people-pleasing behavior. At the root of this is that I'm not allowed to have my anger. And if I have my anger and I speak truth authentically on my anger, then I will be rejected, you will disapprove of me, you will leave me, you won't love me anymore. here is another mechanism and a behavior of this repressed uh, anger, this undeveloped anger that exists. This anger can also be other acting out behaviors. So this repression of anger could live in passive and definitely passive-aggressive ways. So I'm denying my own anger because I'm in fear of my anger because I think there is this deep belief with men that, again, the image of the violent, aggressive man. So I don't want to be that. Or if, if our fathers were abusive and aggressive, I don't want to be that. So this repression starts to happen. And we don't actually listen to the voice that's telling us and so it's not. It's okay to have anger. You know, it's it's interesting. You know, I have a, uh, my son's 11 now, but obviously when we were, he was a lot younger, we would be watching a lot of these Pixar movies. And even the portrayal, you know, I remember this movie called Inside Out. And in the movie, there's this girl and we're observing her emotions as she moves through her daily life experiences. She has joy, disgust, there's anger, there's sadness. Anger shows up. And it's all these other emotions trying to not have her feel angry. There's this like, don't feel angry, feel joy, or whatever the emotion is. Even within these teachings, and this is at a young age, this is a, a Pixar movie, teaching kids don't experience anger. So it starts this very early onset, now it's coming in these films. So that culture also teaches us anger is a quote-unquote bad emotion. We should not experience it. And what I'm saying is anger is a necessary emotion for our own existence. And you see this in the wild kingdom. Animals, when a dog comes too close to another dog's food, it growls. This is an expressive of anger. This is my boundary. It allows us to hold on to ourself. It holds on to the self-worth. And why? Because when I'm having those angers and I can honor my own anger and express it, and we're going to get into that, express it in a healthy way, not in an unhealthy way, carries our self-worth. I'm not willing to accept this behavior. I'm not willing to accept those words. Uh, Those are non-negotiables for me. And so that anger, we need that. Again, that's the voice of discernment. It's the voice that holds on to our self-worth. And then when we operate from that place where we vocalize that, remember, it builds self-esteem because we're vocalizing it. We're putting it into action and saying that's not okay. And that helps us along the way build self-esteem. Anger's not the enemy. Anger is a very good thing, but how are we expressing our anger? Um, what are we doing with it? How do we vocalize it? How do we honor that part of ourself? Healthy ways of expressing anger, it can pick ourselves up, as well as pick up others in the process. That, that healthy expression of anger Uh, Picks ourselves up and picks up others along with us. Of course, on the other side of that, the non healthy way of expressing it could be explosive, could be aggressive. Those are compulsive. I want to recognize, you know, another acting on behavior of the repressed anger is compulsive behavior patterns known as addiction. So we can drink, use, we can also behave, we can use gambling, we can use sex, love all these other compulsive behavior patterns to deal with the anger ways in that, in those ways as just mentioned, in those unhealthy expressions of anger. We talked about earlier the explosion, the rage, and rage itself is really another compulsive behavior pattern. It, it, It creates mood altering experiences. It pulls us away from our own experiences and kind of mood alters. Um, it allows us to feel a sense of power when we're feeling powerless, and feel in control when we're when we're feeling a sense of out of control. It's an explosion of the buildup. So let me talk a little bit about because I did mention this earlier. So why don't I come back to this? This idea of what's called resentments uh, with this undeveloped anger that starts to build again and again. And we there is a part of us that really is this genius. Uh, that lies within all of us. and if you've ever listened to Michael Mead, he talks about the genius within all of us um, that is really the wise the wise one within us and that genius within all of us or that wise one is recognizing. It's kind of the observer of how we're behaving. Recognizes when we're not in alignment with our true potential. And remember, and so the idea is that we keep coming out of hiding. We keep walking the edge as men to get uncomfortable. We take keeping those leaps and exploring our own limitations. What these resentments are, are again an accumulation of the anger that has been building. And what happens is the resentments start to become internalized. That why is one within all of us is recognizing we're not in alignment with our true potential. So the resentment starts to build against our own self. We start to get angry and resentful towards ourself that we aren't showing up in a way with integrity. We're not showing up a way with authenticity. We're living in our fear responses. We talked about that earlier. So this the fear spikes and that's tending to lead our own behaviors. So that resentment starts to build internally. And if we're not aware of that resentment and the ownership and the accountability and the doable actions um, with that accountability, then it becomes projections. It becomes a projection outward. It becomes a projection. Usually what I'm seeing is it comes into our lo- close loved ones because they won't leave us. So we can push that line with them. We push their own boundaries. That resentment starts to build. And of course, of course, we can act out another way. So yes, that is one way we become projections outward. Uh, another way is, again, we can use substances or drink or use or, or behave to mood alter from the built up resentments up against self. And that of course creates more shame um, that we're not in alignment. And then again, to reduce the shame, we can drink, use, behave that away. So I wanted to get back to that because those resentments are really important. This is the overall long-term thing that starts to build those deep resentments against self. Really this episode, this undeveloped anger that exists, and I do see this a lot within the men's population, again, because of the, the societal I- images of that and uh, conditionings of that. And there's truth to that because what we see in our society is a lot of who is acting out as men. So I do want to honor and not dismiss that that is happening. But I think the problem is much bigger than just the acting out. What are they acting out from? And within that question lies deep introspection and work. And when I see a lot of what I would call dysfunctional behavior patterns or acting out behaviors, passive, passive passive-aggressive, compulsive, known as addiction, what we're seeing is the acting out of pain. And of course, in the denial of our own pain, as we deny that pain and that experience, we're also denying the anger of that experience, and so we're seeing the many manifestations of that. Also, I must recognize that depression itself is more related to anger than sadness. It is the pressure cooker exploding all over the place. undeveloped anger, that's tonight's episode. Please let me know what you think, like, don't like. If you do like it, please share. This one is a big one for me because really understanding that I'm allowed to have my anger, really shifted a lot of my own healing journey as it gave me permission to be angry. It gave me permission to set boundaries because I was a huge people pleaser and still battle and be challenged with my people pleasing behavior. So again, undeveloped anger. Please let me know what you think about this one. If you like it, share it. And this is Man Uncaved. We are coming out of hiding.